Hey friends, you know what I don't miss at all? That vicious week before the period. Feeling like I'm ready to crawl out of my skin, irritated by everything and everyone around me. Bouncing between cravings for salty foods and sweets and back again. Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl from Happy Mammoth. EstroControl contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like the chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a menstruating person's life. And the biggest benefit? Feeling like myself again. That's what people mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 17,000 reviews for Happy Mammoth products, including EstroControl. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code CORP, C-O-R-P, at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code C-O-R-P for 15% off today. This episode of Living Corporate is brought to you by Blind. Blind is a safe, trusted community of more than 5 million verified professionals. Head over to teamblind.com to get the latest insights into salaries, company reviews, and interview experiences at thousands of companies worldwide. Yo, what's going on, y'all? It's Zach with Living Corporate. Now, look, we have a fairly set schedule around here, right? Like, uh, we have our Real Talk Tuesdays. Then we have our tap-in with Tristan on Wednesday and Thursday. And then we have uh, we have some more content on Friday. We have uh, Including You by Amy C. Wanninger. Amy C. Wanninger is also the person who created See It to Be It. She's come back with a new series called Including You. Um... And then we also have uh, Vonda's show, uh, The Group Chat, right, on Saturdays. And so some of this content happens on the Living Corporate flagship. Some of it happens, like, on their own pods across our network. But the point is, is that we have a fairly consistent clip around here. But today's a little bit different. We wanted to drop some extra heat for your head top because I'm really excited about Blind. Blind is an incredible app. Um, y'all probably heard those ads across our network is you hear my reads, you hear me reading all my little movie phone voice, but not too movie phone. It's a, a delicate science to that. Really? It's an art and a science. But uh, the point is, is that I'm really excited about the work that we're, that blind is doing. I'm excited about the work that living corporate is doing. And I'm excited about the work that blind and living corporate will be doing together. All right. And so we'll be sharing more about that um, in the coming weeks, but Needless to say, I really appreciate the leadership. I appreciate the team. I appreciate the culture at Blind. And uh, it started with my first connection with Kim. Uh, Kim, who is uh, the one of the founders at Blind. And it's, con- it's actually extended to Rick Chin, um, who is quite a few different things at Blind, right? But um, ultimately, head of strategic partnerships. Um, incredible, incredible guy. Um, great talent, but greater person, right? And so this conversation that you're about to hear with Rick and I is really about blind as a platform. It's really a continuation, actually. If you remember a couple of years ago, we had Kim on um, and we talked about blind as a platform. And like just as you think about like the future of employee experience and the future of just, again, like how employees respond to their own journeys and experiences at work, there's going to continue to be. 
need and a reach for spaces that are not corporately controlled. And that's so that's always why like Reddit is always going to be big. Frankly, that's why how Twitter got a voice and got got so much foothold is because we need more um, platforms that are not corporately controlled or influenced in such obvious ways. And frankly, if I was to look across the board, right, if I'm looking at like all these different platforms, all these micro blogging platforms, uh, blind is one of the most free. And. Um, I'm just really excited about the work they're doing. And you're going to hear a little bit more about what they're doing in like in their community building space, as well as some of the resources that they're uh, providing to their users, how they're building community um, and, and how their approach, including the history of their name, drives inclusion. I know that might sound a little counterintuitive to some of y'all because, uh, you know. It may just sound counterintuitive to some of y'all, but I, I really appreciated the conversation I had with Rick. I appreciate, again, uh, the founders, and I'm excited about uh, what we're going to be doing together. So the next conversation you're going to be hearing after you hear the tap in with Tristan is my conversation with Rick Chen at Blind. Talk to you soon. Corporate is brought to you by Doximity. Doximity is committed to fostering an inclusive and diverse work environment where differences are valued, practices are equitable, and employees experience a sense of belonging that allows them to bring their full, authentic selves daily. As medicine's largest network, there's an elevated level of responsibility to everything we do. We don't take that responsibility lightly and are committed to working towards a more equitable world inside and beyond our virtual office walls. So if you want to learn more about Doximity, go to your app store and type in D-O-X-I-M-I-T-Y. Again, that's D-O-X-I-M-I-T-Y. When you're building a culture of belonging, every word counts. That's why Textio brings the world's most advanced language insights into your hiring and employer brand content. Our industry-leading approach to artificial intelligence and machine learning provides the tools needed to find more diverse candidates. In short, Textio builds more equitable workspaces, guiding businesses and writing more inclusive job posts. And we're building on that success by bringing even more products to the market for all people who share our belief that language matters. Words have power. And at Textio, we harness that power to increase the access and availability of value-driven work for everyone. What's going on, Living Corporate? It's Tristan, and I want to thank you for tapping back in with me as I provide some tips and advice for professionals. Today, let's discuss the top five growing career fields in 2022. First up is healthcare. The pandemic has had a huge impact on the healthcare industry and workers. After months of dealing with patients throughout the pandemic, over a third of healthcare professionals are considering leaving the profession. There has always been a shortage of skilled nurses, but the pandemic has intensified that. There will be a need for at least 500,000 more registered nurses by 2027. Next up is information technology. The increase in remote work, application, and smartphone development increased the demand for software and app developers. The Bureau of Labor Statistics Occupational Outlook Handbook predicts that the software development field will grow by 22% by the end of the decade, which means over 300,000 new jobs with a median salary of over six figures. Third is supply chain management. 
We've all had issues getting something we wanted since the pandemic began, so this field growing isn't really surprising. If you want to get into this field, you might want to consider roles such as purchasing agent, logistics analyst, distribution manager, or industrial engineer. Although many start out with a bachelor's degree, top earners have graduate degrees as well. Fourth is financial management. Financial managers are hired to examine a company's spending and income while looking for ways to maximize profitability. The Bureau of Labor Statistics predicts that this field will grow by 15% by 2029. According to the Occupational Outlook Handbook, the median income for financial managers in 2019 was $129,890. However, financial managers surveyed by Payscale reported a lower median of $76,800. Last up is actuaries and statisticians. Most actuaries work for insurance companies evaluating risks while statisticians analyze data to project sales, profit, and growth. Actuaries are expected to have a 20% growth rate by the end of the decade, and occupations like data scientists are projected to have 30% growth by 2030. With so many people considering exploring their options, it's important to know what fields may be hiring and which ones have the potential to keep growing. Remember, the key to any career shift is understanding how to leverage your skill set to help you get to where you want to go. This tip was brought to you by Tristan of Layfield Resume Consulting. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Layfield Resume, or connect with me, Tristan Layfield, on LinkedIn. This episode of Living Corporate is brought to you by Blind. Blind is a trusted community of more than 5 million verified professionals. On Blind, professionals connect and have honest discussions about salaries and what it's really like to work at or interview with a company. You can also join your private company channel to have a candid and safe conversation with your coworkers about what's really going on. And because it's anonymous, you can be honest and trust what you read. Check out teamblind.com to get the latest insights and the answers to your workplace questions. Living Corporate is brought to you by Doximity. Over 90% of graduating medical students join Doximity to use our tools before earning their doctoral degree. As medicine's largest network, there's an elevated level of responsibility to everything we do. We don't take that responsibility lightly and are committed to working towards a more equitable world inside and beyond our virtual office walls. You wanna learn more about Doximity, Make sure you go to your app store, type in D-O-X-I-M-I-T-Y. That's D-O-X-I-M-I-T-Y. Rick Chen, welcome to the show. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on Living Corporate. Listen, Rick, now you know I've been a fan uh, of Blind, uh, the app, the community, the space for some time now. And I, folks probably remember if they've been long term, longer term listeners know they've been listening that we had Kim Kim on the show, um, who, for those who don't know, is the um, one of the founders of Blind, one of the uh, one of the, the, the big heads, the big cheeses, so to speak. But what honestly blew me away as I continued to kind of get to know y'all is how like non- Y'all are just not very Western, and then like how y'all are like, like kind of like hierarchical and gatekeepery. Like y'all don't do that stuff. Like, talk to me about the culture at Blind. Why Blind? What you're like? Just give me like the spiel about like Blind as a platform. Yeah, I I, I love that, and I, and I'm quite happy that you caught on to that. That it's a big part of our culture, not only our product, but also how we live and breathe. Right, so. 
if you think about what Blind is, it's an information sharing platform, right? And our goal is to be transparent and, and make things accessible for both employers and employees. And when you think about how our culture is set up internally, you know, first of all, we're primarily remote. And, and so when you're in that asynchronous workspace, you have to be transparent and really accessible by default, right? You have to be very conscious about your working hours, about making sure you like log off, but also stay connected during kind of collaboration hours. And so when you're working with that mindset, it's very easy to advocate for your users and advocate for the products and then vice versa, right? When you work at a product that's so well known for being transparent, for helping people kind of defeat this like information asymmetry in the job market, uh, it really flows internally as well. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit more. Let's unpack it a bit further. Actually, before I do that, I got to ask the question, why blind? <laughs> right. So it's a good story. So it, it's really about being blind to who people are, right? When you think about a typical company, when you get to a certain size, or even when any social interaction gets to a certain amount of people, there's these silos that form, right? And suddenly reputation or titles or someone's kind of prestige take over. And blind is a place because it's completely anonymous. We want to be blind to all of that. You know, what you say should really stand up on its own. And we verify people's workplace. So, you know, I, I can't just go on and make stuff up about what Google does or what PwC does next week, right? Uh, but the value is in the question or in the actual advice and insights, not because, you know, you're a managing director or because you're an OG that's been there for like six, seven years. It's interesting because like, so one, I mean, there's this negative connotation to that, to the term blind, or like perhaps that like it would be seen as um, like a gap or some sort of deficiency. But it's interesting because for me, as I think about like the, the idea of being anonymous, truly anonymous and like really being protected to speak. Um, and also it, it's interesting because the, that removing the titles and all that different stuff, like other platforms um, that may embrace seems to actually help folks be no pun intended, like seen more. No, that's right. Like if you think about what people typically talk about on blind it's about things that have been taboo whether it's because of society or like corporate structures purposefully trying to make it hard for people to like organize or understand what their worth is you know the top thing that we're probably known for is just candid advice like where else can you go to say hey i might be on a performance improvement plan you know, you don't want to tell your friends because it's embarrassing that you might not be doing well at work or your manager might, you know, be having issues with you. But you can go on blind 
and ask people, hey, this happened to me. I'm put on this plan. First of all, break it down. What does this mean? Has anyone else been in this situation? And how do I overcome or what should I do? And the second kind of big topic really is money, right? Total compensation. How do you find your value and your worth? You know, this kind of is really personal to me because before coming to blind, you know, I, I think like other people of color, you're not educated about stock options. And so I got fewer stock options than people that were in the same role as me because I didn't negotiate. I didn't know the value. I also had a lower salary than everyone else because I was told, oh, we, we actually don't offer sign-on bonuses or this is just what it is. And that wasn't true, right? And so if I had blind earlier in my career, wow, I, I would have been much better prepared. You know, it's interesting that you that you 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 say this, um, and I want to ask you directly, like Rick, why are we here, right? Why are you talking to me on this platform? And then, like, just more more pointedly, what is Blind doing as it pertains to centering and amplifying historically marginalized voices? Right. No, this is a great question. I, I think it's very similar to you know earlier in my career. If I had known about Blind sooner. I think I would have been able to advance my career or at least had a better time, right? Just mm-hmm. having resources. I, I was new to tech and the professional world. You know, my, my first job out of college was working at a lobbying firm, very hierarchical, very uh, old fashioned, old boys room, right? Where all the decisions are made by uh, people before you even come into the, the brainstorm before for the meeting. And, mm-hmm. I, I lacked a lot of the network that people had. And when I was clued into living corporate, I thought, oh my gosh, I wish I had these resources again when I was uh, younger in my career, right? Where it was actually tailored advice for people that look and feel like me, right? Mm. Not that generic stuff that you just find on, 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 on Google and say, oh, well, if you're not getting paid, maybe you should go on these salary websites and uh, make a case after six months or at your performance review, right? And, and, and you do that. And what ends up happening is, oh, well, Rick, thanks for bringing this up. But we, we can't do this because this isn't our company policy. And you think, wait a minute. But so-and-so had the same experience and and they're getting paid much more than I am. What the heck happened, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's interesting. Like what blows my mind about living corporate and blind is that there's this joint desire for radical candor and a willingness to just have really authentic discussions um, and, 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 and share them, right? Like blind, what y'all do, which is like really interesting to me, right? Is like, y'all will blast a company. Y'all will blast them. Like, like (laughs) on socials, um, people will retweet things about like huge tech companies and y'all just roll with it. And I'm like, yo, that is so dope. Like I don't, and I, I, it's rare to see like organizations like I can count like maybe three that really do it without apology, but y'all do it like all the time. Like 
talk to me about like what goes into how frank y'all are in amplifying perspectives that may make certain companies hr departments or uh, pr teams cringe a little right and, and this is personal for me because you know i am a spokesperson i am the pr person for blind right and before working at blind uh, i was on the other side so to speak right mm. and I, i'm gonna get really personal with you uh you know, from my firsthand experience, your reaction to blind is one of denial, right? Where you think, oh, well, that's certainly not true. Uh, blind is just where all the angry or sad people are. You know, that's where <laughs> folks that are disengaged go. Our <laughs> internal employee surveys or uh, show that we're a fantastic place to work. And, you know, no one's asking these types of questions in all hands. <laughs> and so you go from like this denial, this like rejection. And then the second thing is, you know, your PR instincts or your HR instincts kick in and you say, well, this is another platform. This is another uh, channel where I can try to control the message. Right. Mm. And <laughs> You try to go on there and you try to like argue with people, right? And you say, well, why aren't you saying these things? Or uh, why, why aren't you asking these questions to your manager or in all hands? And, you know, part of you starts to realize after time, wait, I'm an employee. I know how awkward it is to ask uh, people in a public space, right? Sometimes you don't right. have that luxury that 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 freedom of being able to you know whether that's like be protected or feel just confident in your own skin or in your own title right yeah uh you just don't have that luxury and so you start to think oh well you you can't control it right Right. And, and that kind of goes through to the third stage. It's it's almost like the stages of grief here. Um, the, the next stage is, oh, well, you realize it's authentic. You realize that people um, can't express what they feel in your official channels. You realize you can't control it. And then mm -hmm. now you actually go on and engage. And, you know, I, I have a funny story for you. Um, Please. Uber with the Susan Fowler incident, she, you know, she whistleblowed and she showed that like Uber's company culture had some problems and yeah. Uber did the exact same thing that, you know, I did that other companies do. They cast off blind. They said, Oh, well this is just, you know, the upset people, of course, you can just cherry pick all the angry people. Uh, then they blocked signups for blind. Whoa. They blocked access to blind uh, on the company network. Like that's how uh, that's how in control mode they were trying to go. Right. And wow. now you fast forward. And what's funny is, you know, they, they try to block it. So, you know people find workarounds, right? They, they reach out to blind, they try to sign up and 
now there's more interest, right? Because suddenly you find out, oh, my, my, my coworkers are talking about this app that you can't get on. It's almost exclusive, right? Wow. Or what is blind, right? So they actually did us a favor there. Wow. <laughs> uh, and now you fast forward and you have engineering leaders going on blind and their private company channel yeah. uh, hosting AMAs. And wow. you have executives that are before all hands going into blind and seeing, oh, what are the questions that are likely going to come up? And let me be proactive about it and address it beforehand because they now know, oh, some folks aren't going to ask these questions, but they're good questions or they're, you know, credible concerns. Wow. And, and so this shift, they, they've, they've, they went through all the kind of like three, four stages, right, of grief, right? It, it took me a few years and Uber did it, you know, in hyperspeed. And, and we're seeing that across other companies as well, right? They, they go through this, whoa, what is blind? Then they freak out. Then they acknowledge it. And, and then they're coming on to engage and saying, oh, wow, this is actually useful insights that I can't get anywhere else. Or it's a good compliment to my town hall questions or my, you know, anonymous suggestion box or manager feedback. You know, and see, this is the piece that I think like folks really don't get. And like, even as I hear what you're talking about, right? Um, that's okay. So you share the story. And this and I love this because even off mic, we do this all the time. Like, you know, we we practice transparency with each other, right? So I'll share something, you share something, you share something, I share something, blah, blah. Okay, so you share a story. So let me share a story back. Okay. So this was some time ago. I interviewed the head of DEI at this global consulting firm uh really great interview and in my opinion rick it was like on the tamer side like but again like that's my scale right but i'm we're gonna talk about it like hey what are your executives need to do to better to create a more inclusive place to work like what are your challenges what are your biggest points of annoyance and i'm not gonna let people slide with well you know i'm gonna push and i'm a i might look up some articles and say well i read this like talk to me about this piece or look you're black in this space and you're one of the onlys in this space like i know that you're one of the few executives was like for you to you know we're having those conversations on the like that's what that's what makes us us right and so so anyway we had the conversation and um it went out and it was it was great like it was great um and about maybe a day later after we went public after it was published, the CEO, this person's boss, was like, hey, we want you to take that podcast down because you said something we don't agree with. Oh, no. And I said, no. Good. Like, absolutely <laughs> not. Like, what do you mean? Like, absolutely not. Right. The whole point of this platform is to have frank conversations. If y'all right. went through and your PR team signed off on it. And, and again, I'm not, I don't play gotcha journalism, right? Like Rick, like Rick, Rick, like I, I think if you don't know this, like, like I'll tell you here and as a reminder, everybody here is 90% of the time, like when these, these huge brands that come on and they want to, you know, they want to be on the pod or like they want to, they want to get free promotion or um, some of these PR agencies will reach out on like on the behalf of a huge, like 
I'm talking multi-billion dollar institution to get free promotion over here. Wow. Um, right. That happens a lot too. We'll talk. That's a, that's a whole nother pot. But the point is, is that I will send the questions in advance in a Google doc and I'll say, Hey, it's written in Google doc. It's not written in stone. We can work on them together because I want to have a good conversation. I said, I'm not going to ask these questions verbatim, but you can right. understand the spirit and the flow of what I'm going for. So if there's something that you have a problem with, so look, we go through all of that. Like there's plenty of checks and balances across the board so that no one's caught off guard. If you're caught off guard, it's because you're not managing your time effectively. You did not pay a good enough attention to this process. You cho- chose not to open the email. You chose not to read. You chose not to check your fine print, whatever. <laughs> like it's not on living corporate. You didn't right. do something what you did. Like, let's be accountable now. You didn't do something you were supposed to do. So anyway, I said, no, I'm not doing that. And like the whole point is because Yo, like we're it's the grass, it's the grassroots, right? It's the it's the it's the the group effort and the fact that we're coming up, it's bottom up, not top down, right? So much of this, like I believe, like when you think about like the blinds, independent journalism, any spaces that are not corporately controlled, like they're gonna continue to gain steam and gain importance over this next decade as capitalist dollars continue to kind of invade and like control media right and like blind is a form of media blind is it's a community platform and like i think our ability to say to say no we're not going to bow down or or tweak our message for your comfort or for the really more so the comfort of your stakeholders or board directors whatever no we're actually going to tell the truth because we because it's we're centered on the people and not necessarily profits like that's for me like that's what gets me excited every day you know what i mean no i i, I get it entirely right and i i i'm glad that you took that stand right because people are so afraid right because they think oh gosh it's this big brand or oh it's a ceo of course i have to defer uh, but really, you just have to start from first principles, right? And this goes with everything in your career, right? If you have a true sense of what you believe in, don't compromise, right? And, and, and really make sure, like, don't let someone else's view of what's supposed to be right in professional life or prescribe that kind of ideal onto you like no you live your own life and you do your own thing and i think that's what is exciting about blind right because the people that get one blind they're ambitious they're a little raw and it's unfiltered right and so you get a true sense of what people are thinking about and the real concerns of hey you know a lot of our community, they're marginalized groups, right? So they are people of color, they're non-males, they're queer, they're not even Americans, right? They might be immigrants to the U.S. And so Blind is this professional social network where all of that just doesn't matter, right? Because I, I can't see that I, I unless you like identify and open yourself up to that. It's almost irrelevant, right? Where it is truly about, okay, share your experience. And you might come out and say, hey, I'm this. This happened to me. Anyone else feel the same way? 
and you suddenly feel less alone, right? And you realize, oh, there's actually some commonalities between my experience and other folks. And, and you realize it's this shared experience, right? Like people spend so much time at work and has a large impact on your life. And oftentimes you think you're the only one going through these things. And it, it turns out we can actually help each other, right? And, and just break down these silos and like do away with this kind of like corporate hierarchy nonsense and realize like, hey, actually like, like right now we're, we're having this meaningful dialogue one-on-one. We're on an equal playing field, right? Like you, you certainly accomplished a lot more than I am, but uh, you, you're, you're coming down, right? To, to my level and we're having this good kind of, dialogue to go forward and, and understand about each other, right? And people are having those conversations every day, every minute on blind. You know, the one thing I want to say is like, and I, and I, you know, I don't want to go long, right? Because we had this time. Like, while we're talking about this, like the reality is, is that blind is also doing some work, like to help different leaders in like people leadership capacity roles, um, diversity, equity, inclusion context, like talk about what you're excited about in that lens. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things that we're trying to do is we have this feature called Company Insights, and we actually help employers, people team, HR team, executives understand how their employees are feeling, right? And so a lot of the companies that have engaged us, they're using it to complement, you know, their semi-annual employee engagement surveys. They're they're using it to figure out, oh, well, these questions are being asked in all hands or are coming up in my manager roundtables. Um, does it vibe, right? Does Does it kind of like they're almost using blind to kind of fact check. And and so we love seeing employers go on blind, engaging and, and really trying to make sense of how their community is feeling. And I, I think that is quite rare, right? You, you don't expect it. Um, but it's certainly something that we see often on blind. And I, I think the second thing is we're working with employee resource groups at different companies, right? So if you're, uh, you know, the Asian group or you're like the queer group or you're the parents group, um, you know, sometimes the programming or the channels, the communications internal at the company, you know, you might have your manager in there. You might have an executive in there. You might have HR in there and you might not feel comfortable to be able to say, hey, this experience happened to me. Um, there's all these microaggressions or I'm being singled out. Uh, and, and you can actually go on blind. We have this program uh, where we're actually working with these employee resource groups to, to be able to kind of dialogue in a free, independent from the company space uh, where you can actually address these, organize and then come to your official channels or bring this information uh, back to your company and say, hey, this is not an isolated incident. This is what's happening. Do something about it. 
man, I'm just excited that one, the living corporate and blind are able to work together and that we're going to be dropping some dope stuff and that, uh, that you're here, man. Like, thank you. Let's make sure, um, that we, uh, we get you back on the pod soon. I mean, we'll be back soon, but let's make sure that like folks know where to find you. So everybody, if you're not, if you're not driving or, you know, um, you know, doing something else involving heavy machinery, look in the show (laughs) notes, check out Rick, check out blind, learn more about what they got going on. Rick, man, it's been a pleasure, man. Let's make sure we talk soon. No, thanks so much for having me on Zach. All right, man. Peace. Peace. And we're back. Yo, again, shout out to Rick. Shout out to Blind. Shout out to the whole team over there. If you haven't actually like like downloaded Blind or like participated and like looked at any of their content, you're missing out, okay? Because that's where like they're having real talk. You think about living corporate, our mission is real talk in the corporate world. Blind is all about radical transparency. Uh, they put brands on blast all the time. It's always funny to me. Um, they, they do it without apology and it continues to build and foster trust within their user community. And frankly, if you look across, like just around the market, if you look at like the state of our culture today, our corporate culture, trust is one of the biggest things in, in, uh, in short order, right? It's one of the, it's one of the things we just don't have. Um, and it's a lot of things start from trust. And so, I appreciate, uh, again, just what they're doing. Make sure, click the links in the show notes to learn more about Blind. Click the links in the show, to, show notes to learn more about Rick. And we will talk to you soon. This has been Zach with Living Corporate. Peace. Living Corporate is a podcast by Living Corporate LLC. Our logo was designed by David Dawkins. Our theme music was produced by Ken Brown. Additional music production by Antoine Franklin for Musical Elevation. Post-production is handled by Jeremy Jackson. Got a topic suggestion? Email us at livingcorporatepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us online on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and living-corporate.com. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned. Living Corporate is brought to you by Textio. Today's top talent is everywhere, representing everyone. And our work environment should reflect the level of inclusion to meet that standard. Textio achieves this in building more equitable company cultures through the language we use in our job postings. That culture is formed one hire at a time, making the words we use to reach more diverse candidates all the more important. Our advanced language insights and employer brand content is what drives our mission of inclusion. Through our industry-leading application of artificial intelligence and machine learning, we're able to widen companies' reach and finding and building upon the very diverse talent that empowers a culture of belonging. Every door should be open to every qualified job seeker. Again, that's Textio.